Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome to Fail Better, David Duchovny's new podcast with Lemonada Media. On Fail Better, David, who has experienced both low- and high-profile failures throughout his life, explores the vast world of failure, how it holds us back, propels us forward, and ultimately shapes our lives. Each week, he'll chat with guests like Ben Stiller, Bette Midler, and more about how our perceived failures have actually been our biggest catalysts for growth, revelation, and even healing. Through these conversations, he hopes listeners can learn how to embrace the opportunity of failure and fail better together. Fail Better is out now wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, celebrity gossip enthusiasts. I'm Travis Cronin. You're listening to Us Weekly's Hot Hollywood Podcast. Well, before we dish on all the hottest celebrity news of the week, let's meet the hottest us staffers we have. Queen of the never-aging face, Miss Beauty and Grace, Gwen Flamberg. So hot. It's so hot in here. Hi, guys. <laughs> and the fangirl who gets the bachelors to unfurl, Miss Sarah Huron. Oh, hello. Did you like my run, Sarah? I did those just for you guys. Loved it, loved it. Well, today we have a Hollywood Hollywood actress who's been snubbed by the royal family, a hint inside the world of an overprotected pop goddess, a major league baseball player accused of cheating on his America the Beautiful wife, a real housewife in hot water, Kim K teasing us with Yeezy foot player, and an A-lister making a movie set a nightmare and much, much more. Before we get into all of this, I don't know, rebellion and scandal, let's set some intentions for the week. These are intentions um, for celebrities, things we want them to do more of, do less of, or just plain stop. Let's start with Sarah Huron. Who is your intent for today? I mean, what a year we're having already so far in 2021. The stories just keep getting crazier. Um, I would like to direct my attention to a little Bachelor scoop before we dive into everything for my intention. Of course, as always, get your full breakdown on Us Weekly's Here for the Right Reasons podcast. Um, But I don't know if you saw this, but Dylan from Bachelor in Paradise and Hannah Brown's season of The Bachelor, Rhett, kind of went rogue on Twitter over the weekend and was posting all this stuff about how producers manipulate the show and, you know, kind of everything we already know and acting kind of like it was new information and saying stuff about Jed, who was the one who was accused of having a girlfriend who won Hannah's season and all this stuff. And then he deleted it all and then he kind of backtracked. And I just want to say, like, long story short, everyone, if you go on The Bachelor in the last couple years, you have to know that you are signing a contract that says they can present you any way they want to. And that's the risk you're taking to then get hundreds and thousands of Instagram followers and thirst and fame. And if that's not a risk you want to take, then don't go on the effing show. Is it right? Not necessarily. Is it a little messed up? Sure. But are you going on the show? Yes. And can they manipulate it? Yes. It's a television show. So if you're going to go on the show, suck it up. Wow. Sarah has an ax to grind today. 
I mean, I get it. I totally get it. And like a couple years ago, it was getting really bad and social media is insane. And they weren't really acknowledging the fact that you like there needed to be some sort of accountability from the show. But they kind of did that with this whole like this with Rachel Lindsay, like telling everyone to stop bullying the contestants, which should be said more often, 100 percent. But at the same time, like if you go on the show in the last couple of years, you are more than aware that this could happen to you and probably will happen to you 10 years ago or whatever. It was different. But, you know, reality TV in 2021. Don't go on the show if you're scared you're going to get edited. And also, if you're an asshole, it's just going to make you look like a bigger asshole. If you're nice, it'll make you probably look extra nice. Like, you still said all that shit, so own it. Well, everyone out there applying for The Bachelor, get ready to be made a fool of. Gwen Flamberg, <laughs> who is your intention for today? Oh, my intention today is for a Megan, but not the usual Megan that I'm usually setting oh. an intention for. It is for Megan the Stallion, who I call Hot Girl Meg. She is doing uh, her hottie body challenge hottie boot camp where she is encouraging her fans to get in their best shape ever encouraging people to drink a gallon of water a day and yesterday she posted side-by-side pics in her skivvies with like the most incredible snatched abs she's doing it the healthy way and i just love that yet again megan the stallion is encouraging people to find their confidence and be their best selves and if you want to see more celebrities in their undies you know what to do go to usmagazine.com slash stylish easily one of our our most popular galleries celebrities in or without underwear go check them out (laughs) Well, my intention for, God, I do love Hot Girl Megs, and if anyone can get me to drink a gallon of water a day, it is Megan the Stallion. My intention is for another rapper today, and it's something I usually don't do, which is reject a trend. My intention is for little Uzi Vert. I don't know if either of you saw, but he had a 24 million diamond embedded into his forehead, right, right between the eyes, right above the eyebrows. It's a pink diamond and it is estimated at $24 million. And my intention is uh, don't, I mean, it's really just putting uh, a target on your head. It's like, please (laughs) people, you know, we've all like, if you've seen Avengers, you know, that's how vision died. He got the gem snatched right out of his forehead. It makes me nervous. Little Uzi Vert, take better care of yourself. And please don't anything over a million dollars. Just don't implant it on your body. Just wear it as a chain. That is my intention. Well, let us go into the news. We have to start with the most talked about story in my friend group and all over this week. Um, let's talk about JLo is not interested in in this LaCroix that is not full of Southern charm. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. You like that one? I loved it. I loved oh, it. Well, yeah, Sarah. So tell us why JLo is interested at all in entertaining the whims of a Southern cha- charm wannabe debutante. Yeah, I mean, can we talk about the fact that J-Lo and A-Rod have probably never turned on Bravo, and neither has Jay Cutler probably, and now they are all like hot-button topics amongst Bravo fans and on Southern Charm specifically. Thanks to Madison LaCroix, who joined the cast last year because she was dating Austin, who's been on the show for a while, very on-again, off-again relationship. We talked on the show, I believe, before about her fling with Jay Cutler, and now that the reunion is airing, there were these allegations about Madison and an MLB player. They said, quote, she flew to Miami to fuck an ex-MLB player. Um, 
then they <laughs> words. Yeah, I know. You um you were flying on the country sleeping with married men and they were bleeping out the name on the show, but Andy Cohen was saying like this is a very famous married XMLB player and everyone was kind of talking about it and quickly the eagle-eyed Southern Charm fans pointed out that A-Rod has liked Madison's photos in the past. Um, he has since unliked them. Very swift, A-Rod. Um, <laughs> and even though A-Rod and J-Lo are not married, of course, you know, I don't think Craig from Southern Charm is keeping up necessarily with, with A-Rod's marital status. But everybody knows it's J-Rod, right? J-Lo and A-Rod. So the cast is saying that Madison used to FaceTime A-Rod in front of them. They've been confirming that it was him after the show bleeped out the name. So then Madison spoke to Page Six because, of course, she did. And she said that, quote, we never had any kind of anything, just an acquaintance. He never physically cheated on his fiance with me we've never been physical she said that they would have random innocent phone calls that weren't consistent quote i have tried to be as quiet as possible i don't want anything bad for his family or for mine we are definitely innocent in this and said she tried to get bravo not to air the footage Oh my Do God. Do you think A Rod and Madison just had phone conversations, you guys? I mean, uh, anything is possible. I definitely think that there's something going on here because, as I always say, where there's smoke, there's salmon. And I also will just say that an emotional affair is an affair. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's kind of like, you know, it's. It's, it's cheating. It's more hurtful. That is cheating. Absolutely. And I just can't believe. Come on, dude. If J-Lo can't satisfy you, what can? Right. And what do you have in common with this 30-year-old Bravo star, A-Rod? Like, I just don't think this is it for you, homie. I think that's the real tea here is that this super famous was at the inauguration, multimillionaire, engaged to goddess of the world, does not need to be FaceTiming with Madison the quarterly for anything other than sex or an emotional affair. It just don't make no sense. Right. Does she own a bunch of gyms I don't know about? No, I mean, she's a hairdresser, which is great. She's beautiful, by the way. She's absolutely gorgeous. Her body's insane, just like J-Lo's. Um, I mean, she's not J-Lo. No one is, but she's gorgeous. She, she kind of looks like Jessica Simpson. And it's yeah. like, even if they were somehow just talking, what the hell were they talking about? He just needs his ego stroked. Mm-hmm. It's so typical. <laughs> so, it is. A-Rod has yet to say anything. A source close to a Rod has said they have, quote, never met, which does not deny any of the FaceTime allegations. Um, and my favorite little nugget today was that Kristen Cavallari, who we mentioned, you know, hates Madison basically because Jay, she hooked up with Jay Cutler as revenge for Madison, for Kristen hanging out with Austin. I mean, this is just such a messy triangle. But long story short, Kristen and her best friend, Justin Anderson, posted a video working out to J-Lo this morning and put like winky yes. faces. So isn't that a little fun extra tea? Oh, God, it's just such a mess. And A-Rod is not, you know, a stranger to whispers of extramarital affairs before J-Lo. And now we're getting it with her. And it's just not really looking good for this couple. They were photographed out in Miami today. And, you know, she was wearing a mask, but you could still sort of tell that she was pissed and not her normal effervescent J-Lo self. So a little bit of furrowed brow in that gorgeous non Botox head of hers. I am worried for this couple. Well, speaking of being worried for a couple, um, Rebel Wilson and Jake and Bush, Jacob Bush have broken up. Luckily, I don't have to know his name anymore because he's not dating anyone famous. <laughs> um, they, she, Rebel Wilson shared on her Instagram that things were not pitch perfect. She captioned her Instagram, hashtag single girl headed to the Super Bowl subtle. And Rebel's rep later confirmed that she is indeed single. The couple made their red carpet de- debut in September of 2020, long before she experienced 
experienced a health and wellness transformation. She lost so much weight recently. He was with her before that and after that. And she said, quote, this guy liked me at 100 kilos. Now I'm 75. I just want to clear that out. Um, There's something really comforting in that to me because you're like, oh, it wasn't necessarily my body type. He really likes me for me. I'd also like to point out that Jacob dated former Real Housewives of Beverly Hills star Adrian Maloof, which just, it's sketchy. That's, the Maloof that's just, hoof. The Maloof hoof. Any guy who dates a real housewife and then goes to a sort of B-list movie star, I have lots of trepidations with. Well, he's a star effer, obviously. <laughs> Thank you, Gwen. Yes. Sorry, I have to spell it out, Trav. Thank you. Thank you for saying what I was too timid not to. He is a star effer, and she looks amazing, and I hope she bags her a baller at the Super Bowl. Sarah, do you have any thoughts on this, the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills ties? Are you glad it's over? Yeah, I mean, the second I saw this guy's name, I remembered he dated Adrian Maloof, and I was like, this is sketchy. But those quotes that she was giving about how he loved her in any size were very sweet. So, you know, I was hoping for the best, but to say I'm shocked would be a lie. No. Well, let's hope Miss Formerly Fat Amy gets a new amazing boyfriend who isn't a star effer, quoting Gwen Flamberg. Gwen Flamberg, Harry is returning to the UK, but he's not bringing Men- Megan and Archie. What can you tell us about what we know about this? Well, first of all, may I just say that I am very happy for my queen, the queen, because she is going to get to see her grandson, mm-hmm. who I'm sure she dearly misses. So Harry's planning to return to the UK in early summer for Prince Philip's birthday. I believe that Prince Philip is going to be turning 100. Right? Wow. Oh my God. Yes, you're right. I think he he's either turning 99 or 100, but I believe he's 99 now. Mm-hmm. I think he was, he's the same age as, as my father. So he is turning 100, guys. You are correct. He will be 100 on June 10th. Which is incredible. Just... And then they're also trooping the color, which you know is when the Queen's birthday is celebrated. And he's going without Meghan and Archie, who will remain in California. He'll be there for about three weeks, give or take. Nearly a year has gone by since Harry was last there in London. He's super excited about seeing his loved ones and friends, but says he has no regrets about leaving the royal family whatsoever, nor does Meghan. He's admitted to friends that moving across the pond is one of the best decisions he's ever made, a source tells us. The Queen and Charles are heartbroken that Harry won't be bringing Archie. I mean, of course, could you give your grandmother, who is, you know, what is she turning? 94? 93? I mean, come on. But Meghan has personal reasons for staying behind. There's still a little tension between her and the royals. However, you know, she and Harry will fly back together towards the end of the year is what sources are telling us now. But, you know, like everything with those two, you guys, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Sarah Huron, what are your thoughts on, you know, Megan sort of holding this grudge on the royal family and maybe even using the baby as a weapon? Oh, wow. Okay, that's a little bit of jumping to conclusions. I was first going to say we should just give um, (laughs) Prince Philip the celebrity birthday boxing trophy now for his 100th birthday. Um, As far as these, these, these couple, the Duke and Duchess of Sussex are concerned, my feelings haven't changed. I think it's so lame that, you know, they haven't been back. I know Corona and whatever, but I think that 
it would be very nice for the queen and the rest of the family to get to see Archie, get to know Archie. And it's unfortunate that if it's just Corona circumstances or a combo of tension and Corona, um, either way, I feel like they, you know, are should be able to find a way to make it work and put their differences aside. So it's disappointing, but we'll see what happens. I Do you agree. think that Harry's going to cut his ponytail off before he goes? <laughs> I don't believe he had one. He does not have a ponytail. I don't know. I trust Rob Lowe and his eagle eyes. <laughs> I'd like to believe that Harry has like been living his best life growing a mullet. You know? Oh my God. Moves to California once and he's taken up longboarding, surfing, and has a ponytail. He's vegan as well. I would throw a shaka to that. <laughs> Cannibals better beware because Elizabeth Chambers is speaking out. She (laughs) she finally posted on Instagram. She says, I've been trying to process everything that's transpired. Food Network personality, in case you forgot, and bakery owner in Texas. She continued, I am shocked, heartbroken, and devastated. Heartbreak aside, I am listening and will continue to listen to educate myself on these delicate matters. I didn't realize how much I did not know. I support any victim of sexual or sexual assault or abuse and urge anyone who has experienced the pain to seek the help that she or he needs. She wrote that she did not intend to comment further and she's hoping to stay focused on their children who are six and four. And this was right after there was another headlining making thing in Elizabeth Chambers' Army Hammer world where there are rumors of a new cannibal movie starring Timothy Chalamet and the director of Call Me By Your Name, and it's called Bones and All, featuring a cannibalistic character. Elizabeth commented under this, God bless her for it, no words, which I thought was fantastic. (laughs) Fantastic. Classic. Um, What do you guys think about these two revelations? I think Elizabeth is handling it fantastic, and I think that cannibal movie, I, I don't know how I feel about it. I think Elizabeth is totally handling it fantastic. Um, I was kind of didn't think she was going to say anything, um, but you are at the point now on social. It's like if you don't address something, then anytime you post ever again, like all your comments and stuff will be about that. So she yeah. kind of had to if she ever wants to, you know, get her business up and running and her social. Um, but her statement pretty much said everything you needed to know. Like she's standing with his victims, alleged victims. Yeah. And, you know, I think she's definitely probably shocked and appalled. And there were things she had no idea that was going on. And I'm inclined to believe her just because they have been split and he was doing all this stuff on the scale. Sca- on the side and did you see the daily mail had like alleged audio recordings of him saying he was being kink shamed by the internet yep (laughs) it's like homie that's not what's happening you're being violent and scary and like threatening we're not kink shaming you yeah that's not a kink to send uh someone you're having an affair with to the doctor to get a rib removed that's not thank you thank you travis or i can't believe or eating a pinky i just i can't believe that we haven't seen him check into a facility yet me too you know whether it's because he's going to admit that he needs treatment or if he just wound up somewhere being treated for exhaustion i would take that too but like i cannot believe that he is just not taking an an iota of accountability it's kind of a shock i'm waiting maybe him and a rod can like share a jet to sex rehab with tiger Mm -hmm. oh that Mm -hmm. would be nice there's way too many entitled 
uh, spoiled male celebrities who do not think they need help or treatment going around. It's like uh, sort of an epidemic that I thought we were quashing a little bit last year where no, you're not entitled to harm women or do anything you want when it's bringing harm to others and not think any is wrong. Anything's wrong without taking accountability. Yeah, Gwen, I think you're right. The most, even though Elizabeth Chambers' comment, no words, was my favorite thing. The most striking thing is that ARMY has not gone to treatment any kind. Gimme, gimme more freedom? Well, let's talk about Britney Spears' social media manager who spoke out this week. I ate this story up. Every single word of her post was so interesting because we know so little about Britney Spears and what she's allowed more not allowed to do. So there's a lot of free Britney activist theories that Britney Spears is in control of her own Instagram posts. Uh, And then according to her social media manager, Casey Petrie, she spoke out that Britney actually is totally in control of her Instagram posts. She says, first and foremost, I absolutely adore the Britney Spears fan base. They're incredible, blah, 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 blah. And she says, however, there are a lot of inaccurate theories about how Britney Spears social media operates and I want to give as much information I can without violating her privacy. She says Brittany creates all of her own posts and writes her own captions for Instagram. She picks the Google images, Pinterest images, quotes, memes, and everything else. She edits all the videos at home and she was wearing the color yellow which signs for distress. People, fans were looking into hand motions in her dance that apparently were saying rescue me. There was a lot of tomfoolery going along but I think that any Brittany fan or even just general person in the country can tell that Britney Spears is absolutely dictating the content of her Instagram and no one is editing those dancing runway shows for her. Sarah Huron, did you, you know, find anything interesting about this? Did you learn anything more about Britney and how she is trapped? I mean, there's no doubt in my mind that Britney Spears is running her own Instagram. Not one ounce of me thought (laughs) someone else was could possibly even come up with her strategy and her dance moves for her. Um, I still think there's some confusion on the the SOS signals and all that, but it's, you know, good to know confirmation that it's all Brit all the time. And I don't know. I, I always get, every time we talk about her, I just, I want answers. Sad. Yeah. Well, I don't think she's sending out any SOS distress symbols, but I think her, the content she's posting is speaking volumes that she desperately needs help and wants people to pay attention. It's officially a pretty mess. Sarah Huron, there has been a really interesting court update this week with Tom Giraldi, of course, husband to Erica Jane, the pretty mess, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. What happened to Mr. Tom? I mean, speaking of conservatorships. Seriously. um, Yes. Erica Jane's estranged husband, Tom Girardi, has been placed under a temporary conservatorship with his brother, Robert, being appointed to take control of his activities, finances, and personal care. There was a hearing this week and his um, Tom's court appointed attorney announced that he would not be participating in the hearing because Tom, who's 81 and is allegedly suffering from memory loss, suffered a medical emergency over the weekend. Robert filed a petition to the court earlier this month or last month to be given control over both his brother's estate and his brother amid his ongoing legal battle. Um, And the judge approved the petition in part, and it's a temporary thing until they can figure out what's going on and Tom can maybe be present. Um, There's another court date on March 30th. I just think it's so crazy that, you know, all of this is happening and Erica, like, jumped ship. 
Uh, I think it's strange that he has a court-appointed attorney when they own a private jet and he's one of the most famous lawyers in the country. I'll tell you why. Well, at least this was why it he was is. at first. I don't know why he still does, but originally it's because he was is having like these health issues and he according to the court-appointed attorneys that he has now, he didn't understand what was going on and he just was ignoring things and thought it wasn't a big deal. So by the time like the, mm. he last minute like needed a lawyer because things were getting so serious and he's accused, of, he's accused of frauding millions from plane crash victims. And his lawyer, I think that w- defended him on the most recent thing, like had been hired like the day before. Interesting. So it's just, he's definitely like unwell to some degree. You know, some people are like, oh, how convenient that now he has these issues. But you would think, you know, this high power attorney would have known that there were some issues going on and would have even tried to hide it or defend himself. So to that degree, I think there must be some truth to this. I just think it's bizarre, you know, and then there's all those cheating allegations, which could be true too. And Erica might, that might've been why she left, but it's kind of bizarre to abandon your husband 20 years in when he like has some sort of health issue. Yeah. It really, it really makes Erica look really bad in this in this sort of context that he can't remember anything. He can't take care of himself. And she's like, bye sexy pictures for Rihanna Savage Fenty. Look at me in lingerie. (laughs) I agree. Yeah. It looks weird. Well, Gwen, why don't you tell us about what happened at the Fenty show and what everyone was talking about, talking about gimme, gimme more. I didn't need to see all this more. It's pretty crazy, guys. I mean, usually during Fashion Week in Europe, it's all about the clothes. However, there was a model who stood out on the Fendi runway. When Demi Moore hit the runway, people were um, a little confused because, first of all, she sort of looked like a young Courtney Cox, and she had these very strange, I would describe them as like Joker lines yep. that, you know, might have been contour makeup or might have been some botched plastic surgery or, you know, what I personally happen to think they were, um, were the telltale signs of a lower facelift yeah. that had not yet healed. Yeah. And often what happens with plastic surgery procedures is that people kind of don't really estimate how long it's going to take to heal. I think she booked the Fendi show. She was obviously really excited. Um, you know, we've seen kind of these like fab over 50 women in Hollywood walking in shows like when Jennifer Lopez closed out Versace a year or two ago, a couple of years ago. I mean, 2020, it's just <laughs> changed time. Um, and I think that she was a little, little, little aggressive. However, she posted pictures to her social media days after the show and poof, those lines weren't there. So either she was posting old pictures or the lines were in fact makeup. Yeah. Well, Cara Delevingne, who was in the Fendi show as well, posted a picture of Demi backstage. She was wearing a sheet mask, so you really couldn't see. But it seemed like absolutely healing from a lower facelift, combined with maybe the most dramatic contour I've ever seen, like a white under the lips, a dark black in the cheeks. Just why? Why? If, you know, often in fashion shows, if there is an extreme makeup look like that, it's used on every single one of the models right. part of the statement that 
designer is trying to make about the season's collection. So you something's not adding up here, Trav, but only time will tell. She looked like Janice Dickinson. You know, I sort of wish she looked like Janice Dickinson because the it was really why so serious, very jokery. And I feel really bad about like shaming women who've had elective procedures because we expect all women to look so young. But Demi Moore has been like flirting with her her daughter's boyfriends. She's been getting like the most extreme plastic surgery. And it just doesn't seem like it's coming from a healthy or good place. And I would, another intention would like her to chill. Also, it's that's a- really sad too, because I read her book last year and it was fabulous. And I feel like mm-hmm. she had so many interesting insights and has been through so much with her kids, with Ashton, with Bruce, with her mother and like a substance abuse. And it was like, wow, you have mm-hmm. lived a life, girl. So yeah, relax, pick your feet up, like get a few wrinkles. It'll it'll do you good. Yeah. Well, it's a bit of a cautionary tale because I think that dating someone so significant younger like when she was with Ashton is a bit triggering mm-hmm. for her and her pursuit of looking young and, and staying sort of like competitive with other women in Hollywood. It's it's troubling. It's interesting. We shall see what happens no matter what. I mean, Demi Moore is Demi Moore and she is gorgeous and powerful and I'm obsessed with her no matter what. She will always be that bitch. But we've also heard from a source that she hasn't really had a serious relationship in about seven years. She dated one guy a little bit after Ashton, but he's like her last real relationship. So Gwen, I think you're right. That's triggering that she's so used to seeing all the youth in front of her. Let's move on to, you know, another actress. There seems to be no fault in her stars any longer. Can we guess who we're talking about? Yes. Shailene Woodley and Aaron Rodgers are a surprising new couple. Um, this is Aaron Co- Aaron Rodgers' first girlfriend since Danica Patrick and him broke up. A source tells us, yes, Aaron and Shailene are dating. They started off friends, but things have turned romantic, and the two are staying in contact while they live away from each other. And and I, sports gossip blog Therese Owens was the first to report the news for Rogers. And Wait, I just, you know, what's interesting? Therese, what? her, um, what's the blog called? Therese, um, let me say that sports blog. gossip blog Therese Owens. That blog was the same one who reported that um, Danica Patrick and Aaron Rodgers were dating, and then we confirmed it right after, like two years mm-hmm. ago. So, who is their Aaron Rodgers source, and how do they know all this? Is what I want to know. They got a really good Aaron Rodgers source. I uh, was really surprised by this coupling because last time we saw Shailene Woodley, she was protesting against uh, the oil and gas lines going through America and parts of North Dakota and chaining herself to these to stop oil and combat climate change and Aaron Rodgers really never struck me as that type of bro bro either (laughs) um yeah that is wildly confusing this coupling I think that his love life has always kind of been confusing to me yes and all over the place and his personal life um and Shailene Woodley, of all people, yeah, I don't know. I feel like we heard about this months ago, and then it kind of went away, and now it's back. So yeah. we'll see. I can't. I hope we get to see them together at something. I do too. She is filming a movie in Canada, and he's away, so I don't know that we'll be seeing them together soon. But they're dating. Good luck to them. Glad. An unhappy coupling, maybe it's or a strange coupling, might be the happiest. <laughs> 
Well, I don't want to spend too much time on this next topic because it really turns my stomach. And there has been a lot of assault stories here on the podcast, but I feel like I have to mention it. Uh, Marilyn Manson has mm. been hit with four new accusations of sexual assault and overall just being an asshole to women he have dated. This was spearheaded by Westworld star and all around badass bitch Evan Rachel Wood speaking out against Marilyn Manson, saying that he was abusive emotionally and physically. There was a lot of sexual abuse going in all of this. Um, Manson's denied it, but he's been dropped by his publicist, his agent, his record label, all of it. It's not going well for him. Do you guys have any thoughts? Here's my thought. Who would have thought? I mean, who would have ever thought that the guy that dressed up like Marilyn Manson would be someone who was a little creepy and weird? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, I read all of the claims by Evan Rachel Wood and the women she reposted, and Ooh. they were disturbing, to say the least. Very. Yeah. So, um, bye, Marilyn Manson. See yeah, ya. seriously, bye. They yeah, are finally, really, really finally. Well, we've talked about feet pictures making splashes online. Thanks, Megan. Fox, but this time it was a pair of sneakers that had the internet and us buzzing. Kim Kardashian posted a, you know, sexy bikini picture, which is definitely not breaking news, but it was this time because she was in a pair of the new Yeezys, and some fans online think that meant that she and Kanye were getting back together, and just lots of strange stuff has been going on, but a source told us that those are the shoes that Kim likes to go to the beach in. They, you know, they have really good area to get the sand out i get it and that it wasn't any message and she is still planning on going along with the divorce were either of you guys confused when you saw kim wearing the yeezys in her bikini totally i mean here's the thing she looks listen i love seeing any kardashian sister in a bikini and quite honestly kim is my favorite to see in a bikini yeah yeah she wears those yeezys all the time but these this family doesn't do anything that is not calculated. They don't put together a social media moment that isn't something that they have thought long and hard about exactly what it's going to stir up in their fans. So I don't necessarily know that it's a message that they're staying together, but I do definitely think it is because they wanted the conversation to continue around it and they wanted the intention to stay focused on are they or aren't they? I agree, Gwen. True. I think it was a few things. I think one, it was that and like all press is good press as we approach the premiere of the final season of Keeping Up with the Kardashians. So that mm-hmm. is one. Two, Kim has been forced to wear Yeezys nonstop for however many years now. I think her <laughs> feet have adjusted and she probably has custom perfect fitting Yeezys and she's not about to throw them all out. And three, I think that Kim, and this is something we're going to see, wants the narrative and wants so badly for herself, for her, her relationship with Kanye to be as amicable and good for their kids as possible. She wants to be like her mom and her dad were for her kids. And if that's showing him support on social and still wearing Yeezys, she's going to do it. And she wants us to think it too. And it's going to be something like she's trying to portray. And I think she's still going to be Kim Kardashian West. And I think KKW, it's like still going to be her brand because it's her kid's Mm -hmm. last name. And I don't think she's going to be cutting ties with Kanye in that way anytime soon or ever, unless he, you know, makes even worse comments than he already has. (laughs) 
Baby girl Sarah Heron is so wise. She is very wise. And I do think that there's a lot to number two, that she has really formed her (laughs) insole in those Yeezys, sort of like a Birkenstock, and that she's not willing to give up those shoes because they are hella comfortable now. Well, let's talk about another queen, the queen of raising a million children. She has spoken out, of course, that is Angelina Jolie. She did a new Vogue interview. I think it's always interesting to hear from Angelina. And a few of her quotes, she says, well, I was never very good at sitting still. Even though I wanted to have many children and be a mom, I always imagined it kind of like Jane Goodall traveling in the middle of the jungle somewhere. She's like, I didn't imagine it in that true traditional sense. I feel like I'm lacking in all the skills to be a traditional stay-at-home mom. She says, I'm good at managing through it because the children are quite resilient. And she says, I love them. We're such a team. It may sound cliche, but you but you love and you try and you even burn the eggs. That doesn't matter in the end, but you've also met the kids. They're pretty capable. And just, I think it's good to remember these kids' ages because there's so many. Maddox is 19. Pax is 17. Zahara is 16. Shiloh's 14. And the twins, Vivian and Knox, are 12. I can't believe they're all so big. And while her parenting quotes were sort of interesting, um, a source told us that on Shiloh's Finstagram, Shiloh is now just Shiloh Jolie and has removed the pit from her name, from their name. This is like a Gosselin situation with the kid having a Finsta and like going rogue. This is exactly what it is. Um, We knew that Brad and Maddox had a lot of troubles. It was part of the reason Maddox went to school in South Korea. And now Shiloh is dropping the pit from their last name. I mean, what do you guys think? Do you think this is sort of Brad's fault? Do you think he's not making mea culpa enough for the tumultuous divorce? You know, what does this mean to you, Gwen Flamberg? I know you love this couple. I just feel really sad about it because, you know, I, I, I know that like all kids should be treated equally. However, Maddox was Angelina's before Brad came into the picture. So I mm-hmm. think that that relationship is different than Brad's relationship with Shiloh, who was their yeah. first biological child. So it makes me like extra sad. And listen, nobody really knows what goes on in a relationship. The people in the relationship... And then even still, there's her side, his side, and the truth. And sadly, we I don't think that we'll ever really know the truth of what went down. But I just wish that they could all kinds of like respect each other and 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 stay in each other's lives in a way that, you know, would be would be nice for me. <laughs> and yeah, I mean that they showed some love, even from a distance. I'm sad for Brad. While we're all trying to practice unity in this country, let's start with Brad and Angelina mm-hmm. coming to a lovely agreement and sharing responsibilities. There's another A-lister who is ruffling some feathers because having fun on Tom Cruise's set is actually mission impossible. (laughs) Insiders close to the seventh installment of the action franchise revealed to UK's The Sun that Cruise is trying his best to complete production and is making it a, quote, nightmare in the process. The source goes on to say, a lot of us would love to cut our losses and leave these things for a while, then pick it up when we can, but Tom is completely obsessed with finishing and nothing will stop him. He's the most determined determined person. It's impressive, but a total nightmare. Now, many of the production team, especially more the junior staff who aren't on big salaries, are up in arms and just want to go home. The source says this is starting to feel like a real nightmare of a production. And of course, a lot of that is totally unavoidable. 
I really feel bad for anyone on the set. After the leaked audio of Tom Cruise came out berating everyone, they're just like, please, can we go home? Mr. Cruise, great leader, please leave us alone. We will take all of your Scientology tests. And it is just a disaster. I know. I guess uh, David Miscavige is really laying down the law here. He sure is. He wants that Mission Impossible number seven. And do you guys know what it's not time for? Celebrity birthday boxing mania because there were no good celebrities this week, but it will be back next week. Wow. A present for Sarah. A present <laughs> a present for Sarah. The celebrity birthdays were just not good. And I have to give descriptions of all of them. Apparently this was not. If you're going to have a baby around this time, they probably aren't going to be famous, says precedent. Well, thank you to my host, Gwen and Sarah, for helping me spill all the piping hot tea this week. And this is Travis Cronin on Hot Hollywood with your weekly peek into the glamour, glitter, fashion, fame of your favorite celebrities. After all, they're just like us. 